Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm sharing a poem or prayer or meditation for presence and self-care. I've noticed over the years, whenever I run a group and I ask people to check in by writing a little poem about themselves, that it's highly, highly uncomfortable. There's something about sharing a poem that seems to be up there with singing in public. It's a little different, a little more vulnerable than just talking over this microphone. So I thought it was a good time to challenge myself with that vulnerability to do a poem that I've written to share with you. Now, I've read other people's work and other people's poems, and this is an opportunity for me to step into that vulnerability from my own growth edge. I want to make a few points before I share this poem that might be a prayer, might be a meditation. Genuinely, at this point, I don't know that there's a difference between those three things for me. But I want to make these points before I get into the meditative or poem part. My first point, it's high vibe to acknowledge low vibes. Now, I'll take that in for a minute. I'll say it again. It's high vibe to acknowledge low vibes. The stories are the low vibe problem. But just accepting low vibes as a part of life without overthinking is a big part of the healing process. All right, second point I want to make. Both of these things are true at the same time. The first one, it's true that there is something that you, me, everybody likely could be doing right now that could better our lives. And B, you, me, all of us, we're not necessarily doing anything wrong by not doing that thing right now. Healing is not about being right or wrong. Shame is interested in creating a blame story that needs something to be right and something to be wrong. Someone to be right or someone to be wrong. 
And inside of our own heads, the person who catches the wrong judgment is ourselves. If you are constantly looking for the wrong thing you're doing that's slowing down your healing or the thing that you're missing that if you just found would increase your healing, this may be the only wrong thing that you're doing to slow down your healing. Do you see what I'm doing there? Do you see it? Do you feel the difference? Because you, me, or all of us, we aren't in healing vibes when we go into that shaming, what's wrong with me? I should be doing something. That's why we have the saying, I'm shooting on myself. It doesn't feel good to should on ourselves. And when we're doing that, we're in a shaming vibe. And even though we might be able to put the words down on paper, like, well, what do I need to do to help myself right now? That might sound really wonderful on paper, but it's the vibe that you bring. And I catch a lot of highly sensitive people and survivors carrying this low-grade, weirdly comfortable shame just because they spent so much time with this shame that they barely notice it. So if you think there's really nothing wrong with the words you're using inside of your own self-talk, it may be the vibe underneath those words. In a sense, if I make this a demonstrative statement, you are not to continue vibing with the problem. And we can turn that into an I statement. I am not to continue vibing with this problem. You, me, all of us, we don't now and will never have perfect control over how a constantly changing, hormonal, complicated body feels We're not going to have full control to just demand that our system feels one way or the other or that it stops feeling something and starts feeling something else. The most control that we can have is in letting go. We can try a few things and then let go because that is the energy of living. And too many of you out there are stuck in a cycle of confusing surviving and healing. We must shift from the thinking that puts us into that survival mode. We don't want our bodies to be in a perpetually, emotionally surviving state. We have to learn how to let the anxiety be background music instead of a center stage performer. And this is the in-between. This is the gray between black and white, all or nothing. And when it comes to anxiety, we're either fully panicked and overwhelmed or being scared of that state raining down upon us, not realizing we're creating that state with our thoughts. Or we expect our anxiety to be at some kind of zero-sum game when then and only then can we tell ourselves we're doing healing the right way. So we learn to let go of that expectation that anxiety will ever fully go away or that it should be at zero. Only when we let it be background does it then take a seat. Then anxiety might get bored and might leave the theater. But anxiety is not going to leave the theater if I keep shining the spotlight. In this way, anxiety is sort of an attention whore. And when we have it, we accidentally put it on stage and keep looking at it, shining light on it, looking at it, shining light on it, wondering why it won't get off the stage of our lives. 
we can stop encouraging emotional, mental, and bodily anxiety in this way. And that anxiety just might leave when we stop focusing on it. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Third point I want to make. Codependency can be thought of as a self-love deficiency. The point in healing codependency is never, ever, ever to get to pathologically, unhealthily selfish and self-absorbed. But it is to get healthily selfish. You've heard me say it before. If I can't be ish about myself, who the hell else is supposed to be ish about me? And we do this work so that we don't develop into becoming martyrs of our own existence or negative Nellies or energy vampires to ourselves, with ourselves, and then with others. We do the work to create our own energy shifts. Ownership is putting a stake in an anti-victimhood for this life. This poem, prayer, meditation is a way for me to answer the question, but how do I love myself really? But how do I do it? This poem is inspired by the serenity prayer. And if you don't know it by heart, here it is. It's quick, simple, and it sums it up. If you don't like the word God, use the universe or whatever word makes you comfortable. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The things that we can change, y'all, are our thoughts and our behaviors. Right now, in this moment, you can change your thought. You can think about a shark flying through the sky wearing a pink tutu. You can visualize that just because I said it. That's how powerful our thoughts are. When we own it and we change our thoughts and our behaviors, then our energy and our emotion will follow. And maybe not instantly, but they will follow. You may hear in my poem a little bitty nod to Maya Angelou's Phenomenal Woman. I'm calling this the end of day daily prayer. I invite you to close your eyes, to settle, to find your breath. Allow the hands to rest in the lap, palms up, soft, gentle, easy energy. Notice your breath and begin to slow the breath. 
deepening and widening the inhale. And releasing the breath on the exhale fully, deeply. Continue to find your breath, focusing on it. Easy in-breaths. And easy out-breaths. The end of day daily prayer. What I did today was enough. What needs attention or correction gets energy tomorrow. Whatever weighs on me, I put down where it waits patiently. I get to the important things in due time. Much can wait. Peace is now. Now is peace. Now belongs to me. I respect myself. I respect the now. Now is here, inviting me to presence. I choose peace and presence. I allow whatever I am feeling, be it high vibe or low, and I do not fret. Like a bird that flies away when my eyes land upon it, I see low-vibe emotion. Fly away, low-vibe emotion, for high-vibe needs a perch. I appreciate me. High vibe permission to be. Being is me. Human being, that's me.
presence is loving. I love me. A loved up me is a strong, bold tree holding high vibe birdies. Peace is now. Now is peace. Now belongs to me. I choose peace and presence. I choose me. I hope there's something in this episode that helps you hold yourself, that helps you see yourself with more clarity, that helps you nurture and grow yourself. This meditation will be in a future release. We do a seasonal meditation pack from each season we've done. When you sign up for the Boundaries course, you get a free meditation pack of your choosing when you purchase the Boundaries course. We're going to blink and October is going to be here. And every single year I have people tell me, oh, I missed it. I didn't hear about the Boundaries course. So you will hear me mention it a lot. I want to make sure if you're interested, you hear me talk about it and you sign on and secure your spot. The Boundaries course is like a big, giant college classroom where I am the teacher for six weeks, and then you get the material for an entire year. The reason I give you the material for so long is so that you can go back to different lessons throughout the year as you have struggles with your boundaries so that you really can go back and review and integrate the information that I offer there for you into your daily living so that you can work on that with the healer that's in your life, the therapist or the life coach that you talk to, even if that's not me. The course has everything you need for self-study. So many of you will come to that course with different intentions at different levels of your healing, and that's a beautiful way for us to learn together from each other and with each other. Now, I am an open-minded, open-hearted person and practitioner. That means I serve people from all walks of life, all ages, all diversities, all religious backgrounds, vaccinated people, unvaccinated people. I serve anyone who wants an open heart and an open mind and is working on peace, healing, and wholeness. So in anything that I offer, I tend to run a tight ship in that I allow no drama I am proud to say that in all the years we've been doing Patreon and the Boundaries course, this year will be the sixth. I've never had to kick someone out. I've never had bad behavior. It's amazing that the respect and the care, the intention of grounded maturity and people that are healing, when I put that out there, that tends to be what I draw in. Part of what you'll learn when you sign on for anything with me, whether it's Patreon or the Boundaries course or you wind up in a future group of mine, 
a lot of times sensitive people will ask me behind the scenes, well, what will happen if a narcissist shows up? How will you handle that? How will you keep it safe? What will happen if somebody's a big drama queen and acts out? And that's part of the beauty of me teaching groups is that if and when that happens, because as humans, we are messy. And so if we see any messiness in anything that I teach, you'll be able to witness me live in real time handle that. And sometimes that is the best way that I can show you what I'm teaching, because that is an opportunity for me to show you instead of just tell you. And that truly is a big part of how we learn naturally as human beings. Some of you will participate live in the webinars and ask questions and be very active. Some of you will sit back. And that's also the beauty of being in a big group. When we ask questions and we step up, we're asking for ourselves and we're asking for everyone else in the room. I don't put you on the spot. I don't call you out. I'm not there to make you uncomfortable. If you resonate with my work and you're ready to learn about the boundaries that you need to have more peace, more fulfillment, more joy, more self-love, I invite you to come sign up right now at emotionalbadass.com backslash boundaries. Use the code EARLYBIRD21 to save on the full price or pick a payment plan. If you're in Patreon, make sure that you find the code that is pinned to the top of our Patreon so that you can get the biggest discount and sign on. The group that's forming is amazing. I'm seeing you guys sign up. It is my favorite thing to do all year. I cannot wait to meet you right where you are and to teach It's truly a blessing, and I'm honored whenever you choose to learn from me and with me. Y'all have been my greatest teachers over the course of my life. I can teach boundaries because of all the beautiful work about what I have learned about myself, about being an entrepreneur, not just within my psychological work, but in my work as a yoga teacher, in my work running a private practice, And in my work witnessing and helping so many sensitive people across the course of my career find the boundaries that they need internally and externally to live a life that they love. If you resonate with what I'm saying, I cannot wait to meet you. Light and love, I will see you right here next time. I'm an emotional badass, you're an emotional badass, and together we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Light and love. Bye-bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to Calm History dot com.